Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Shalom to everyone. I bring you very warm greetings from Israel to the warm Northern Ireland and Ireland. And you don't need to thank me for the warm weather because I plan to take it back with me when I leave. So, uh, this evening I have the privilege of speaking about what God is doing uh, in Israel. And God is certainly on move in Israel and among the Jewish people. And what I hope to do with the short time that we have together is first of all to encourage you about the faithfulness of God and I hope that we remember that and that would be the focus of what I would be saying and from there I would speak briefly about what God is doing in Israel in general and then go briefly into what is happening to our publishing uh, Hagefen publishing and also the Grace and Truth congregation and some of the wonderful things that God is doing among us I hope that Technology would be positive towards us. Oops. Well, I guess it's, it always helps to turn it on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, as I mentioned, we do know that our triune God is faithful. He's faithful to his covenants, he's faithful to his promises. And of course, he's faithful to his church. And because of his faithfulness, and because of his faithfulness to these various things, he has not rejected his people of old, the Jewish people, even though the church for almost 2,000 years have somewhat forsaken the Jewish people. As I mentioned, I wanted to briefly talk about some of the exciting things that are happening in Israel uh, in the church. First of all, the church in Israel is growing, not only in terms of the numbers, but also in terms of the depth uh, of the Jewish Christians who are willing to take the gospel to their colleagues. Second thing is that we are seeing in the last couple of years that Israelis are becoming more and more interested in the gospel. In average, there are some 27 to 30,000 searches in Google that are done every month in various words that you can see on the slide. We are seeing that more and more evangelistic material and websites are being published and used, and we know that some of the people who may not want to be seen holding a New Testament or reading a New Testament, like some of the Orthodox Jews, are using some of these websites, and even some of them are contacting us to find out more about the Messiah of Israel. The Israel College of the Bible that I have the privilege of being the chairman is offering a BA program and two MA program, and the students, both Jews and Arabs, Sudanese refugees, as well as uh, other people are studying together in the same campus. Some of the extended ministry that we see in the body of Christ that has started, particularly in the last couple of years, is first of all, ministry among the prisoners, the drug and the alcoholic addicts. And of course, uh, as the economical situation is getting challenges, becoming more and more challenging, there's also many ministries that are reaching out with soup kitchen 
And of course, one of the biggest challenges that we face in Israel is the issue of abortion, and therefore the pro-life and other such ministries have an important role to play in Israel. The second thing is that, uh, the next thing is that in the last uh, two years, the first Christian art and music school had started with branches in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, and we hope that very soon that it would open a, one in two, Grace and Truth Congregation in Gedera. The other thing is that uh, we are seeing in the last five years, now we are working on the fourth Christian festivals where Christians, Jewish Christians from all parts of Israel are coming together and putting up various children festivals on different biblical themes together. And that's a great sign of seeing not only the gifts that God has given to, uh, to us, but also to see the unity among the Jewish people. The other thing that, as it says, that from Zion the word of God shall go forth, we've been able to send short-term missionaries both to South America, India. In fact, tonight, a group of the Jewish Christians are leaving from Israel to be in India. And our own church has just sent a, a youth group in Kenya, and you would see a little bit of uh, some of the pictures and some of the work that they have done. And lastly, the first church that has been built from scratch is about to begin and use, be used, and that's Grace and Truth Congregation that I would be speaking about it a little bit later on. From here, I want to move to the ministry of Hagefen Publishing. Hagefen in Hebrew means divine. Jesus says that he is divine and we are the branches. And our goal uh, in Israel is to support the churches in Israel in the God-given task of evangelism and discipleship. I particularly like the verse in Isaiah 52, and especially the ESV version, which says how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, and says to Zion, your God reigns. We do that through three means. Our most important means is the publishing but also through teaching as well as supporting. Our publishing arm, the goal there is to build up the Hebrew-speaking church in Israel by providing quality and reform books. We are concentrating at the moment on evangelism, theology, and parents and children. In evangelism, uh, most of the books that we publish in, uh, in terms of evangelism is mainly done in Hebrew and some in Russian. In the last three years, we probably printed something close to 300,000 copies of various books in, the, uh, in those two languages. And in March of this year, for the first time, we have published the first evangelistic booklet in Arabic in order to show the unity that we have uh, with our Arab brothers and sisters in the country as well. And also for the first time, we are publishing a book in the Farsi language that we hope it would reach out to the various Persian speaking, not, the, not only the Jewish Persian speaking, but also others. When it comes to terms of theology, the young church in Israel is in great need for solid Hebrew Christian books. I always say that the church in Israel and the Hebrew language is a paradox. It's a paradox because Hebrew is probably one of the oldest languages in the world, and I hope that you would start to studying it because they, I heard that in heaven, we would be speaking Hebrew. <laughs> but, if, but of course, the second thing that is paradox about the church in Israel 
is the fact that even though the first disciples of Jesus were Jewish, and even throughout the 2,000 years, there has always been prominent Jewish people who believed in Jesus as their Lord and Messiah. But the church really as a church came to existence only in the last three or four decades. And particularly in the last two decades, we are seeing a real growth in the church. And as a result of that, there are hardly any books available in the Hebrew language. For example, we don't have any book on preaching. We hardly have any book on systematic theology. And we certainly don't have other books on history and other areas of our Christian faith. And that's the place that we are hoping to fill the gap. You can see here some of the examples, the two books uh, to your left and the middle is the books, uh, the commentary books by Sinclair Ferguson. The one in the middle uh, is the uh, Heidelberg Catechism that for the first time the Heidelberg Catechism has been published in the Hebrew language and now we are working on the Westminster Confession and we hope to have it published by next year. The third area is the parents and, uh, and children. Most Jewish Christians like myself are first generation that they, not, they did not grow up in a Christian home. And as a result, we always lack some understanding, in some basic understanding of how to relate to our spouses and how to raise our children in the nourishment of God. And for that reason, we've done some of the books, including books for parents like Ted Tripp's, some of you may be familiar with Shepherding a Child's Heart. We've done the children's catechism. I know in Scotland they call it the mother's catechism. We've done that both in Hebrew as well as in Spanish and other books that we are hoping to be used by the Israelis. One of the major projects that we've been working on in the last 20 years has been the publishing of the Illustrated Children Bible. And that is word by word, verse by verse translation of the Old Testament in modern Hebrew. As Hebrew speakers, we have the privilege of reading the Word of God in its original language. But the challenge we have is that most of what we read, we are not able to understand, especially that the Hebrew language for the last 2,000 years was, was not really spoken and it was not a live language, but it was used only and mainly in the synagogue. So in the July, of, July 14 of this year, about a month ago, we were able to publish the fifth and the last volume of the Children's Illustrated Bible. And now Israelis are not only able to read the Word of God, the Old Testament, but also understand it. And sometimes I tend to exaggerate and say that this work is very similar to some degree to what Martin Luther did when he translated the Bible into the German language. The teaching arm, we use the various books that we publish. We use it to do seminars on evangelism and other areas with the churches uh, in Israel. The supporting arm, uh, some of the examples, uh, our offices are are used by two different churches. We are part of the Israel Education Forum with the goal of supporting and advancing the cause of education in various levels, both from the elementary school all the way to higher education, both among the Jewish people as well as among the Arab people. And the board is made of both Jewish and Arabs. And again, I have the privilege of chairing the IAF uh, forum. To our internet, we are reaching out to various people I mentioned earlier in terms of the evangelism, but also in other areas that we are trying to bring the gospel to our people. Now I want to talk a little bit uh, about uh, Grace and Truth Congregation. 
I know some of the people who've been in real estate, they always say that uh, the, the three issues with, uh, with real estate is location, location, location. So I know that uh, we can say that to some degree about Grace and Truth, which is strategically located in the center of Israel, and we have some 180 people in our congregation. We used to have about 360 people, but we went to uh, some painful church splits that some of you might be familiar with that. And in that sense, God has been uh, blessing us, and we are seeing more and more people who are coming to hear the message of God. Greater Than Truth, which is a local congregation, local Hebrew-speaking congregation, founded in 1976, and it's probably one of the older churches in the modern land of Israel. For many years, uh, the congregation provided uh, for other congregations leadership in various areas. Some of you may know uh, the founding pastor of, uh, of our church, Greater Than Truth, Baruch Maoz. I know earlier that I was speaking with some of you mentioned that he's been here in the, in the Bangor conference some, some years ago, uh, and he has now uh, retired. One of the things that has always uh, we try to reflect uh, in our congregation is the unity that we have in Christ. And although uh, most, the majority of the people in the church are Jewish people, we have not used the various messianic uh, ideas because we want to feel that anyone who comes to our church would feel at home worshiping Christ together with us. So in our congregation, we have, we have Jewish people and Gentiles. We have Russian immigrants. We have Ethiopian immigrants. And in fact, we, we have an Arab family that you can see her picture, uh, Najwa, that she's uh, part of the congregation. She has been part of the congregation for many years now. And a few months ago, through the work of evangelism in one of the cities in Ramle, we had another Arab family that started to come to the congregation. Unfortunately, in the last uh, two months, we have not been seeing them. But we really wanted to show something of the unity that we have in Christ also to our church service. Grace and Truth has various uh, ministries. The first one of, is the Sabbath school. Uh, for many years, we were the only congregation in Israel that provided Sabbath school material from the Great Commission publication that were used by about 40 different churches in Israel. And since then, we are grateful that other ministries are also publishing Sabbath school material that is being used in their churches. The other thing is our youth group. Uh, we probably have one of the stronger youth groups. We have two youth groups in, uh, in our church. And usually we start our youth group when they come to the age of 13 which, with the bar mitzvah. And they continue with the youth group till age of 18 when they have to join the military. And one of our youth group, as I mentioned, for the third time went to Kenya this summer to help support some of the work that the missionaries are doing there. We have a ministry among the soldiers, the Christian soldiers. There's about something like about 200 Christian soldiers that are now serving act in active duty and they are providing a great example of how a Christian ought to behave. In fact, some of the units now are asking for Christians, uh, for Jewish Christians to be in their unit because they know that these are the soldiers that are not only disciplined, but they don't do drugs, they don't do alcohol, and often when they have to stay in base, they would be the first one to volunteer. And also in the last few years, for the first time now, those who, are, who claim that they are Jewish Christians in the military, at the end of the boot camp, they would receive a New Testament 
albeit in English. And our prayer is that the day would come that our men and women would receive in Hebrew an Old and New Testament together uh, as they finish their military. The third thing is our, the fourth thing is our young adult ministry. Those are people who are students and uh, before, be, uh, under the age of 30. The fifth one is the deaf ministry. God has blessed us to, uh, to have two very gifted women that are able to communicate with the deaf people and do sign language. And for the last seven years, we have a growing ministry among the deaf. And the sixth one is the two, uh, Eddie and Natasha, the two that you see on the, on the last row, are working both among the deaf as evangelism and also bringing the gospel to various people in our country. Uh, ministering among the wider community, uh, we've been for many years helping and supporting the Lehman School for Disabled Children. This is a school that is not very far from us in the city of Ramleh, that both Jews and Arabs live and work together, and we've been able to provide much support for the school. Our services are being broadcast toward, to, into one of the prisons in the north of Israel, and also we are able to help with the Holocaust survivors in the south of Israel. Uh, finally, uh, the other outreach that we have, international outreach, is the Russian magazine called Grace and Truth that, has been, uh, that is being printed each time in 10,000 copies and are being sent to more than 38 different countries. Uh, we are now working on the 22nd volume, and the lady there, Zoya, is the one that is responsible uh, for that ministry. In terms of the church plant, uh, God has enable us uh, in the last 20-some years to, to establish four different churches in different parts of Israel. And at the moment, uh, the family that are before you, that they are from, some of you may know, the, the John Piper congregation, they are from the congregation there, and they are working with us, and we are training them in order to, to establish a church in our area. Grace and Truth, for many years, was the only Reformed church in Israel. Thankfully now, there are five other Reformed churches, and two years ago, we began the fellowship of the Reformed churches uh, in Israel. And at the moment, we are in the process of training four young men that are studying in the Tel Aviv University with the goal of planting another church in the big metropolitan and in the heart of the Tel Aviv. They said that this is a city that never stops. And finally, I want to talk about our church building project. Uh, for many years, the Grace and Truth has been using the facilities of, uh, of Hageffen Publishing, of CWI. And about uh, 13 years ago, we decided to start and uh, to build a church. For the first time, we bought an empty piece of land, went to the municipality, and asked permission to build a church. And we were told that in Israel, the laws would tell you where you can build a synagogue and a mosque but not a church, because there have never been a church that has been built. But, but God, God's grace, we were able to receive the permission, but we had to fight it all the way uh, to the Supreme Court because of the Orthodox Jews. This is some of the opposition and the legal battle, but by His grace, as we want, that has provided precedent for other churches in Israel as well. And after that, we were able to go back to work and continue with finishing the work. And now I want to show a short four and a half minute movie about the life 
of Grace and Truth Congregation. Just want to make uh, two brief uh, comments about uh, what you saw, the mission, the, our youth that were in Kenya, this was the third time, and the first youth group that went there about five years ago, they began uh, the work and helping with the building of the church, and the third group that went just now in July, uh, they were uh, on the first Sunday that they were there, they were able to participate in the dedication of the first, of that church that our first youth group uh, helped to build. The second thing, you saw some of the baptismal. Uh, this coming Saturday, uh, we have five more people uh, that will be baptized. So I hope that you would be praying for them uh, and uh, encouraging us to see the work that God is doing. Uh, lastly, I want to just uh, ask you for three prayer requests. Uh, and with that, I would, uh, I would end. Uh, the first thing, of course, is that pray that we would be faithful in bringing the full counsel of God to our people. And secondly, pray for us that we would be able to build up the church among the Jewish people and encourage the believers as they go to a difficult time with their families and other. And thirdly, pray for us that by God's grace we would be able to move in into our new church building that we have, even though we've done two ceremonies there, but we have not received yet the final permission. Thank you so much, and I hope that you are encouraged and blessed by what God is doing in Israel. Thank you. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org donate.